bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Culinary Church is in session right now. <laughs> Amen. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, and Little Rich Snyder. Here we are, another edition of the Modern Eater Show, right here, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, and we got a full house tonight. Yes, we do, and some royalty here. I mean, this is this is an all-star cast here tonight that we've got. The voice of Little Rich. Uh, Brian's on. Uh, he's he's in China. Brian's in China. Yeah, literally. In, in China. China. Yeah. Normally, when you say, hey, yeah, he's in China. China. Right? Yeah. He's not coming. Yeah, no, he's, no, he's in China. Past Arvada this week. This is incredible. We're live on Facebook right now. Just search out The Modern Eater. If you're in the shot of our voice, you can check out all of the happenings right now. There's breakfast going on right now, guys. Uh, Sam New, Chef Sam New is here. She's incredible. And I, I think I'm going to say this right, but it's a cloth. I believe that is. Uh, yep, absolutely. Uh, no tea. We'll no go tea. with that. A cloth. A cloth. A cloth. A cloth. I told her, yeah, you picked the easiest thing in the world to say for that. Especially for me, right? Yeah, yeah. A clock. (laughs) So she's cooking up breakfast in the first hour and then the second hour. This is a cool one because uh, I don't know if you've been yet, but Crush Pizza and Tap. We went by there today and Jason McGovern, he's a great guy. That's a great place. Great place. I mean, neighborhood, you've got the patio outside. uh, It's got that intimate feel. And you can tell the the pride and passion that he takes in in the pie. So let's have some fun tonight. Um, check out this, this star-studded lineup. Uh, like I said, Crush Pizza and Tap's going to be here, and Jason McGovern, he's going to fire off some pizzas in the second hour. Colorado Craft Butchers and Tyson Holtzheimer, he's here with us as well. I can't wait to catch up and see what they're doing. And Eclaw Culinary. <laughs> uh, Chef San New, she's become a friend of the show and really interested in catching up with her at the 645 mark, which is what, Jay? 6.45. Oh, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. And we are in the kitchen. Yeah. Speaking of in the kitchen, <laughs> Chef Sam is supposed to be over there cooking right now. Sam. 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 Yeah. Time to cook. Let's get it going. Time to cook. Get her chef on. Check it out on Facebook. This is always fun for us to do. In the second hour, uh, Polidori Sausage. And this is a fun one because we were able to meet Melody Polidori Harris. She came and saw us, well, I don't know, what was it, Friday? Yesterday? Yesterday, yeah. Yeah, came by yeah. the studios and... Um, Bearing gifts. Delicious. Yeah. Awesome Polidori sausage. Incredible family, incredible products over there. Aspen Baking Company and Hollis Casey is here with us tonight as well. Hollis is going to talk about bread and Aspen Baking Company, and we're looking forward to that. Our friend, he's just back from a trip from Chile. And uh, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, Andrew Moore is in the house tonight. Looking forward to catching up with him and his travels and the new beers releases. As we get into the fall, boys, it turns into uh, beer changes as well. And so two great breweries here with us tonight. 745 Booze in the News, all the booze news you can use. We're going to talk to Debolt Brewing and Jack Debolt here with us too. He brought a whole ton of beer and everybody's going to enjoy. That, that was the amount I told him to bring. A ton? <laughs> yeah, he said, how much How much booze do you want? How much suds do you want? I a said, ton. Uh, a ton. Yeah. I said, how much you got? I bet, it'll, I bet it will go back with nothing. Yeah. We, we drank all of Andrew's beer uh, quickly. And so Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project beer is gone for his segment. But uh, for what? For oh, what? that you guys already went through all the beer he brought? Yeah. 
Oh, didn't, didn't, didn't wait till seven. Didn't wait till seven. Other notables in the house tonight, John Irvin from Gluten-Free Things. He's back in the saddle. He's here tonight. We're going to yep. make a gluten-free pizza as well. Some which, of his new packaging. His new pa- Your new package looks good, John. That is nice. You needed to refresh your package, and, and you did a great job doing that. Uh, cool having you here. But breakfast is kind of our theme tonight. And then uh, pizza. I mean, you have pizza for breakfast too, don't you, Jay? You absolutely do. And I just saw Jason putting one in the oven. He brings out a stone. He says, uh, I say, well, here's the catch. We're still outfitting Studio Kitchen Colorado. We don't technically have yeah. a, a Everything. pizza yeah. oven, yeah. you know. So he's like, no problem. He brings out a stone, puts the stone in, and your pizza goes on the stone so oh, you can still God. cook it on. It blew my mind. I mean, it's simple, right? But it blew my mind. Using the Heston oven tonight. And making some delicious pizza. So first hour, it's kind of breakfast, you know. But here's the thing. If you're tired of your ordinary breakfast that you eat every single day because you kind of get in those ruts, Chef Sam New, she's going to show you some new styles. And I encourage you to check it out on Facebook because Sam New, she's one of these chefs that keep your eye on her. Big Uh, time. She's extremely talented. Studying under Chef Linda Hampton Fox as well at the Bindery, who was named Chef of the Year. Yep. Uh, these two gals are close, but we need more of these gals in the industry. You know, as we look at uh, Chef Emma Nemechek and Chef Samantha New and Chef Linda Hampton Fox and Chef Elise Wiggins. Um, Dana go, Rodriguez, Joe Montgomery down in Pueblo with the Jen Chizinski. It just goes on and on. Yeah, and so we're very blessed in this culinary community to have these gals that are just, uh, they command a kitchen. Absolutely, they do. And there's, it's a reason they do. So pizza in the second hour, breakfast in the first. We're going to do uh, this. I want to get right to pizza, and I want to talk to Jason McGovern, who's going to come over here and talk about Crutch Pizza and Tap. But uh, three styles of pizza that he's very animate about. He's very yep. animate, uh, animate about uh, these three styles. What are they? The, what the are the staples? Crusts, yeah. The different crusts. In the first 10 seconds with talking with him, I learned something about pizza that I thought I knew the answers to, and I didn't. Yeah. I'm not going to tell yeah. you what I learned. I'll let him tell Can you. Can you give us a taste? It's it's about the dough. It's about pizza dough. Yeah. Yeah. And the crust, the canvas. That's the it. Canvas if I say any more, if I say any more, you're going to get it. What's your favorite crust? Um, I don't know. Maybe you might have. Hand tossed. Hand tossed. I was just talking with uh, Andrew Moore and from Intrepid Sojourner about he saw a plate of cheese that Samantha was setting up for the breakfast. He's like, I would, I'll kill everybody in this room if I could have all that cheese. And I'm a bread guy. I said the same thing about bread. So it's it's the hand tossed on a pizza and the thickest crust you can get. You can yeah. have the first part of the pizza. I'll, I'll just eat your crust. Yeah. So yeah. from Studio Kitchen Colorado, it's all about uh, culinary community. And we like to think of ourselves as the voice of hospitality. Yes. And uh, just giving these great people uh, uh, an avenue to be able to talk about their businesses means so much to us. Well, there are some great stories. And I mean, the, the, the effort that they went through to just to get the doors open. And then once they succeed, holy cow, that's a whole other whole other avenue, whole, whole uh, other series of challenges. I'm going to, let's just face it, I'm here for the uh, beer, booze, and food. <laughs> That's why I've come. I think a lot of people are like that too, but why not have a story behind the things that you eat? And that's why we highlight these great people within our Colorado culinary community. Let's take a break. We'll come back. And again, what a lineup that we have tonight, but really featuring breakfast and pizza. Uh, breakfast going on right now with uh, Chef Samantha New. 
And uh, let's take a break. We'll come back right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. This is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Welcome back, Jeff. You know, Belgian-style beers are getting more and more popular, for good reason. And while a lot of breweries make the odd Belgian beer or two, Brews Beers in Denver does all Belgian-style beers. I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster, and we do badass Belgian-style beers like nobody else. From the classics to creative Belgian-inspired styles, we have 15 on tap in our big tasting room and patio. Handcrafted wit beers, blondes, ambers, and saisons. High-octane doubles, triples, and quads. Plus sours, barrel-aged beers, and special rare bottle releases. We have food trucks every day, plus a bistro next door. And your dog is welcome. Check us out at brewsbeers.com. Brews Beers, spelled B-R-U-Z, 1675 West 67th Avenue in North Denver. Your best choice for Belgian-style badassery. Can I pour you one? Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on Season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 at Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Yes, you are, Chef Terry Baird, listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, I need to do the same thing. Head on over to The Modern Eater Facebook page. Not only see the video, but share it to your timeline. If you're in this Colorado culinary community, um, that's what you want to do. So appreciate you tuning into the show right now. And again, first hour we're doing breakfast. Second hour we're doing pizza. But right now, hey. in the meantime and in between time, pizza's close to his heart. He has a crush on it, which he'll play into <laughs> oh, nice. in just a moment here. But uh, as I share this to my timeline, I want to welcome to Studio Kitchen Colorado. This is a fun time right now. Crush Pizza and Tap, Jason McGovern, you're the man of the moment, man. Welcome to the show. It's good to see you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate being here. That was, that was awesome. How did you get into pizza? What brought you into the into that Wait realm? till you hear this story. <laughs> I've got a uh, crush on pizza, if you will. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well played. Growing up uh, in the early 80s, had a uh, the ability to eat pizza on movie nights, right, with your family and friends coming over, and so we had this little pizza place uh, in the neighborhood that had a little VHS store attached to it, so we would call and order pizza and get a movie, right, and so the parents would call in and order a pizza and ask the guy, like, what's good, what can we watch, you know, and so we would always get this random movie to watch and eat pizza on Friday nights with a little uh, blanket on the kitchen floor, uh, excuse me, the living room floor, and uh, a few years later, I got old enough where I could call in the order myself. Dangerous. <laughs> Definitely dangerous. Yeah, went from five pies to nine <laughs> pies at that point. Correct, yes. Um, but I knew my dad was a uh, sausage fan, but it couldn't be Italian sausage. It had to be pork sausage because you get heartburn from that Italian sausage, <laughs> that crushed red pepper in there. So I just knew pizza was always going to be in my life. And so uh, coming into uh, Denver and working in this market for the last six years, 
I knew that uh, Crush was going to be the name that we would go with, and we were formerly Denver Deep Dish, as some of you know. You did a brand change. We did a change, yes, an expansion, if you will. Added some new pies. So we went with Deep Dish Pizza almost exclusively for the first six years. Mm -hmm. Added a hand sauce, which is on display here tonight. Uh, came up with a great recipe for Sicilian-style pizza, so raised uh, dough, cheese to the edge, shaved garlic, the whole works, right? Very flavorful. Wow. And then we still have that traditional deep dish pizza, which is showcased behind you um, on that Crush Pizza logo back there. So, so yeah. J Jason McGovern here with us tonight, Crush Pizza and Tap. And here's the education. I just want you to take us to school right here at the Culinary Church because I need a little bit of this school in myself. Different stylings of pizza. And, and so where do you begin? Do you begin with the crust? Absolutely. You have to start with the dough. Um, and for us, we started with deep dish because that was our, uh, you know, foray into the pizza community here in Denver. But if you start thinking about um, pizza for America, it's definitely a hand-tossed pizza, right? Yeah. That's what mm -hmm. everyone's sure. used to yeah. eating. It's uh, on every neighborhood street corner, if you will. So for us, uh, we spent a lot of time, uh, well over a year, developing this hand-tossed recipe making it work for us, uh, eating a lot of pizza here in town <laughs> yeah. and across the country when we could. Uh, and so hand sauce was definitely the what, one that we want to go to. And what's interesting to me is as we talked a little bit today at sure. your location, by the way, cool location. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, great it. bar, yeah. sourcing a lot of great products, uh, Colorado proud in a lot of ways. Thank you. But it's almost like brewing beer. You start with a base. Yes. And then you, you change up your flavor profiles and where it goes from there. Can you talk more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So with the hand-tossed pizza, you're going to go very, very traditional. So you've got water, flour, yeast, salt, right? So you're going to start with the basics there. And then when you move to another uh, style of pizza, you might add a little fat like olive oil for the Sicilian, mm -hmm. which is what we do. A little bit more yeast to let that uh, dough rise that a little lift, bit more. And then with the deep dish, you're kind of going off the rails a little bit, if you will, in Chicago. Uh, a lot of family there, a lot of friends there. Um, but we do get a little off the rails, a little cornmeal in the crust, gives it a little bit of texture, flavor, a little color, and then you've got uh, more oil, a little sugar to help that yeast activate even more. So, so. cornmeal in the crust rather than just laying it down with the, with the crust on top of it. A lot of, of places will dust their peels yeah. uh, with the cornmeal or mm -hmm. dust their pans with cornmeal. Mm -hmm. We're going right in the dough. Love it. So it breaks up that gluten strands a little bit, lets you press out that pizza so it goes all the way to the edges and rises all the way up to the top, which you guys will see at some oh. point tonight. All right. So crush pizza and tap. Give the address. 1200 West 38th Avenue, North Side, right? Yep, right yep. at 38th and the 38th and Calumet. I've uh, been there for th almost four years now, uh, looking to expand uh, our customer clientele with these new pizza styles. And guys, we got great wings too, man. Right behind you, Pizza Wings Beer, award-winning wings this year, uh, smoked it. and grilled. L I mean, pizza and wings. That's kind of that's my jam right there. What else well, do you, you need? You can't have one without the other. Well, you might need beer, maybe. <laughs> and uh, speaking of beer, uh, Diebold Brewing Company, right around the corner from you, they're uh, almost collaborative friends, right? You, you embrace your neighborhood. Absolutely. They were actually literally our first two kegs that we tapped when we got our liquor license. The first day we got it, we said, hey, you got to bring beer over. We're ready. You know, and we had been working with them for a long time. Jack's here tonight. He's going to showcase some delicious beers. 
Um, and, you know, it's just an easy friendship to have. And those guys are very good, very supportive of us as we are of them. I love that. I mean, that's really what Hyperlocal is all about. Absolutely. If you can support your fellow business and, and keep that money going in a circle. And even it comes down to the ingredients that you use, where they're sourced from, the, even the origination of the farms that they come from. Back 100%. to, you know, your sustainability programs and ha how you work that way. Right. Tonight, we're live on Facebook as well. Um, thanks for tuning in, 630 KHOW. Uh, Jason McGovern right here, Crush Pizza and Tap. What three pizzas are we looking forward to tonight? So we're going to do, uh, we're going to start with a hand sauce. We're going to do kind of a traditional margarita pizza, uh, a little fresh mm. mozzarella, there some local cheese. There it is on the, on the table there, some fresh oh. basil. And then we're going to go right into a Sicilian that we source our cheese locally for that as well. Um, it's got some cupping pepperoni where they're all the rage now, right? The little, little ones that mm -hmm. cup up, Curl you know, up. look like little fried bolognese on there is what uh -huh. I used to grow up with. Um, and then we're going to go right into our, our original, our deep dish pizza. We've got a local sausage, local jardinera on it. So that's going to be very traditional Chicago style, right? Sauce on top, cornmeal rised up to the, to the edges of the pan. So mm. nice. I've got two questions. Yes, sir. Number one, what is your top-selling, most popular pizza? Flavor. Is that what you're asking, mm -hmm. flavor? Mm -hmm. um, it varies. It's probably either our pepperoni with pineapple and jalapeno, right? So you get okay. a little sweet heat. You get mm -hmm. the fat from the pepperoni in there. Do you catch a I'm sorry to interrupt. Do you catch no. a lot of flack for the uh, pineapple on pizza? No, never. I get, I get it's that everywhere. argument all the time. It, I love it. I mean, I love yeah. it. It's everywhere, but we don't catch any flack for it. I mean, we do three different styles. I think pineapple is... But I you don't have those guys from back east to come in and go, like, what are you doing putting pineapple on this pizza? Zero. Zero. And they don't have to order it, which is great. Right. You know, right. We've got yeah. all of our own toppings. You can build your own, which is great. Yeah. Um, or it's our bacon, uh, smoked bacon with goat cheese and red onion. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Get yeah. out of here. Okay. That. That. Yeah. Here's question number two. Yes, what is your favorite pizza? So, th th And the reason I want to know is when I go so in next difficult. time, that's what I want to order. Right. I, so I have kids, right? So it's like, which one's your favorite? <laughs> well, uh, pepper, you know? Pepperoni is renowned, and, right? And I'm writing this down. Oh, so yeah, you know. I appreciate it. My wife will kill me for this one. Um, I, I guess from a style standpoint, it's always going to be deep dish. You know, that's kind of okay. what I grew up with. Yeah, that's what I was going to say as a kid. Usually sure. your flavors as, as a kid carry over. Yeah, it's and, comfort food. And, I mean, I don't know that, like, pepperoni, pineapple, jalapeno, which might be my favorite topping choice as well, mm -hmm. uh, is what I grew up with. But it's definitely what my palate has led me to right and so i'm okay with that you know i didn't necessarily grow up in a culinary background mm -hmm. i didn't grow up with a culinary family so being able to try different things and learning from new chefs or new friends that said try this out i'm okay with that let my palate leave me lead me to where it wants to go so yeah that's jason mcgovern you're so comfortable on this show and the radio. And Thanks. I think it might have a little bit to do with the kitchen because, you know, these guys are in their yeah. environment right now. Doing yeah. it, instead of sitting inside of a studio with a mic, and that's all you're concentrating. It doesn't feel like a studio. What do you think about the <laughs> culinary church right here? I love studio it, Studio Kitchen Colorado. I think we got a lot of opportunities to, to, yes. to be here. I'm, I'm re really thankful for it, first of all. And I see so much potential here for you, you guys and for local chefs as well, being able to come in and... Mm -hmm. um, you know, showcase their talents, but also, like I, like we talked about before, the educational piece, right. being able to come in and say, you know, this is why we cut this this way, you know, against the grain, yes. you know, or this is why we choose to do local. 
uh, you know, cheeses, sausages, sure. stuff like that, bacon's even. Here's how I want to spend the next three minutes here with you, and then we'll, we'll go and uh, you'll stay on the show. Yeah. And I think it's only Good. fitting to have uh, Colorado Craft Butchers, a partner of yours, and Tyson Holzheimer uh, come on the show as well. But right now, in the meantime and in between time, I want to talk to you about kind of getting the weeds, a little regionally, right? Okay, so here's Denver, Colorado. Denver kind of gets that rap of you don't know pizza which could be good and bad because you can expose people that are novice to pizza to different types of stylings. But as we look at regionally, first of all, we'll, we'll start with Colorado. Why the wrap? Is it so many transients? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's hard to know because when you think about Colorado or even Denver, it doesn't, it's not synonymous with pizza, right? right? And so I think there's that just as the basis of it. Then you have um, a lot of transients here. You have a lot of, you know, no offense, East Coast style, hand mm-hmm. toss style pizza that mm-hmm. just is not always all that great. It's an easy, it's an easy thing to do, but it's not an easy thing to master. So I think you get that. Um, there's plenty, plenty of good pizza here. Uh, you just have to know where to go. Um, if you have a favorite pizza place that you go to now, whether it's Crush or somewhere else, ask those guys where they like to eat pizza. If they don't have a place that they go to, then that might be a little bit of a red flag. Well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if there's pizza that people have a taste for their pizza. But if they were to try something else that maybe they had a taste for it that they didn't even know, where do you begin with that? Well, I think you have to be a little adventurous. Um, I think you have to trust guys like yourself Mm -hmm. who are out there tasting things, uh, talking to chefs. I think you have to know where you're going um, from a pizza standpoint whether it's a Neapolitan style, hand toss, Sicilian Detroit style. I mean, there's a lot of different styles out there. So sometimes the, the educational piece can be a little um, overwhelming, right, if you will. I'm used to hand toss. I'm used to this, you know, thinner crust pizza. If you just give your local pizza place a try and see if they've got a Sicilian, mm-hmm. see if they've got a deep dish, I think you might be surprised uh, with the results that you might get. I always say just be open and trust your taste buds. There you go. I yeah. mean, just trust completely open open up to any and everything. Sure. Get outside of the norm. You know, it's like we're looking at uh, Chef New here, and she's making up breakfast oh, that, so hungry. you know, every day I'm <laughs> making the same breakfast, right? So expose yourself to different things is what I would say. Absolutely, yeah. Get outside of your neighborhood, if you will. Try something else. I mean, I think there's just a lot of good pizza, a lot of good restaurants in this town. More to come, right? Um, so it's interesting to see where Denver is going to go yeah. in the next couple of two yeah. or three years. I've got another question for you. Sure. So people are around Saturday night, and they're ready to order pizza, right? Absolutely. And Let's hope so. There's a lot, there's a lot to where it's just the easy because a lot of these larger companies has made it very easy for you to order that pizza and get to your door in 10 Correct. seconds. And it's a lot less expensive as well. Yep. How do you put that 30-second pitch in to go support your local pizzeria, uh, figure out the things that you like, and why is it worth 10, 12, 15 more bucks? I think it's worth that because you're showing that you're, you know, that you're willing to give your local pizzeria a chance. I think if you, I I think the biggest thing is if you give them a call or even stop in, Mm -hmm. see the people that work there. You guys met some people today. Mm -hmm. You've met me, obviously. You know that there's some time and effort put into it. That sometimes there's that owner-operator thing that we talked about earlier today where you see the guy back there. He's making your pizza. He might be answering the phone. He might be delivering the pizza. Those are all critical things to your local pizza uh, Ria success. Mm-hmm. The big guys are great. Don't get me wrong. They've paved the way for little guys. I mean, like I'll us. I'll, di- I'll disagree like, with well, you a little bit. It's okay. 
on 630 like KHOW, <laughs> Denver's talk station. And the reason why I say that, I'm always a big fan of, of know your business, know what sure. you're eating, get the stories behind it. Sure. I fell in love the minute that I walked into Crush Pizza and Tap. <laughs> Thanks. Talk to Jason. You start talking about some products, some of the things sure. that you purvey. Sure. Um, that, I haven't had a bite of your pizza, but I'm looking forward to it, and I would support you all day long, every Thank day you. long I appreciate because that. of I that. Really so yeah. when you look at the margins, you look at maybe the quickness, you look at the availability, or if you might have to go out of the way, get in your car and pick it up, uh, you're in for a treat. I think so, and I think there's probably plenty of uh, deals that you can, that can be had if you just give them a call and just ask. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times that's not uh, always available. So speaking yeah. of sourcing, and here it is, it's why the pizza tastes a little bit better. It's guys <laughs> like Tyson Holzheimer and Colorado Craft Butchers who's on deck. We're going to take a break and we'll come back. You want to stick around with us, Jason? Yeah, I think I'll make some pizzas. Why not? Well, stick around. Yeah, oh, stay, yeah. stay and make the pizzas. But sure. right now, stick around and we'll have. Uh, uh, Tyson, come up and, and talk to him as well. Live on Facebook, come check us out right there. We love having you guys with us uh, each and every Saturday night. And be sure to always keep an eye on the Modern Eater Facebook page because you never know, Rich, when we'll do a pop-up dinner. <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's, it's You never know when that's going to happen. We did, and too. who's going to cook? What, uh, what the food? Chef Cheeto Ariola oh, from Las Delicias came in and made some delicious hamburgers. And then Chef Preston Phillips, he came in and did some amazing things, tacos with steak. Yep. Uh, yep. Looking forward to that. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll come right back. This is why we do this, is the community, as they're about to feast on this delicious breakfast. And then we'll do pizza right here. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options, and they don't forget about the meat lovers, with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. 
Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. Okay, back to the show just a minute from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, as we continue. Uh, I got to tell you right now about a great hyperlocal business. His name's Jeff Rourke and A Plus Beverage Solutions. A Plus Beverage Solutions, what do they do? They install the most delicious tap lines you could ever want. These faucets are fantastic. The uh, custom installations, uh, bar none, and then also the maintenance because he wants to make sure that you get an A Plus report card on your tap system. There's nothing worse. I, I talk about this story, and you see it so often. Uh, I was in Cherry Creek, and there was a, uh, uh, a a bartender, and how terrible that this is. A bartender, she's pouring the beer into a pitcher because the foam amount is so high. Obviously, the temperatures were off. Um, probably the glycol system needed tweaking, and um, it just made for a tacky experience and terrible efficiency if you're a bar owner. Why not spend a couple of bucks and get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions because they're going to make that all go away. Again, a hyper-local business um, with him and his wife, Jeff and Kristen Rourke, who do these things. Uh, I got to tell you, pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing, guys? You're pouring Pouring your your money money down down the the drain. drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Here's how you get a hold of them. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Ciao a tutti. It's Elise Wiggins. You want me to go ahead and do it? From Tatubella, the chef of the year from Eater Denver. One more time, one more time. And you are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. And we have a great uh, chef in with us tonight as well. Her name is Chef Samantha New. And um, she's serving up breakfast right now, along with pizza. The pizza looks like a hit. Uh, Dinner and breakfast is served as we continue right now on the Modern Eater Show. Greg Hollenbach, Little Rich Schneider, Brian Freeman, he's in China. Jay Parker's back with us, um, coming back from vacation. So we're happy to do this. And we're going to continue with Jason McGovern and Crush Pizza and Tap. I want you to do this. I want you to set up our next guest right now. I think this is a really cool thing because I can tell you guys are like... uh, Bros. I can tell you guys are full on in. Yeah, listen, this guy uh, has some of the best product out there right now. Um, it's easy to uh, make sausage, I think, if you have a recipe. It's not always easy to master it, I think, like he has. So uh, I'd be happy to introduce Tyson here with Colorado Craft Butchers. Tyson Holzheimer, welcome to the show, man. It's Thank official. you so much. Thanks for having me. You're Appreciate here. It. First of all, let's take the opportunity to just say, um, what do you do? What do you do? So really, I started this uh, to be a butcher for chefs. And uh, probably about two years ago, I found a little uh, uh, barbecue shop in Superior that wanted a custom sausage just for them. And they had uh, certain spices they wanted in there and things of that nature. And uh, it's called Wayne Smoke Shack. And uh, took care of those guys and uh, made a custom recipe. And they've been buying it for me ever since. Um, met Jason here uh, about a year ago, and he wanted kind of the same thing. He wanted an Italian sausage with the, you know, certain spices here and there, and again, uh, adjusting my recipes to cater to chefs and utilizing only um, Colorado 
uh, pork farms, and uh, we're doing everything by hand. So, Colorado pork farms. We've been to a couple Colorado pork farms. Um, they're interesting, and you can tell the good ones, and you can tell the bad ones. I mean, instantly. Absolutely. And um, I, I love to source those types of things and visit the farms and visit the ranches. Have, what, what got you into the business? Um, let's see. I started out when I was 14 years old in taxidermy. Um, and, uh, That's a yeah, great Taxidermy crossover. food, right? It makes perfect sense. <laughs> sure. Um, and uh, kind of developed an understanding of the anatomy and, uh, and meat in general. I'm um, a hunter and a fisherman from Montana. And uh, so became a chef after that and put the two together, essentially. And so butchering and working with food and working with chefs is kind of um, what's meant to be for me. So. Chef, chef Tyson's underplaying his, uh, I'm going to say your culinary background. Okay. Because <laughs> you've been at some uh, supreme places here in Colorado. Indeed, so indeed. You want to expand on that? Sure. Bit. Yeah. No, I fluff uh, your feathers. Sure. A little bit. Yeah. A cor- I was a corporate chef for Snooze uh, for uh, for about uh, four years. Um, helped them develop recipes. Helped them uh, open many restaurants uh, across the country. And opened uh, Butcher's Bistro uh, about uh, four years ago, actually, as of today. Yeah. Or, sorry, as of uh, this month, rather. Um, and uh, congratulations. But, thank by you. The way. Thank you. Great. Are you still uh, involved with them? Yeah, so I'm a partner. I uh, go in and uh, eat a burger and drink a beer about once a week if I can. And, <laughs> the best uh, type of partner. Yeah, the best type of partner to be. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So. That's with our friend Scott over there. Yeah, exactly. Scott yeah. Bowers. Scotty's yep. awesome. Yep. Yeah. He is awesome. And then you've got his wife, I guess, and she's kind of the business yep, side. Yeah, she does the business bit. side of things, she's accounting. Yep. Great as well. Indeed. So you got, you're getting a lot of good things here together. And I didn't know that illustrious background for you as well he, and he can he can deliver the stuff you know, if, if i can i want to throw something in please. i remember when you guys did top taco about three years four years ago yes sir and you know i'm showing them all these different tortillas to make a taco with and they asked for just the basic taco shell and i'm like i'm kind of bummed i'm like oh my gosh you know you had all these different things they get the taco shell dust it they do this incredible tongue inside with this crema it was awesome i mean it was just off the hook so we did a Dorito, Doritos Locos tongue taco uh, for, for that competition. So we made our own Doritos seasoning. Um, yeah, did some tongue. It was a good time. Yeah. Perfect. And Rich helped. He so knows his Love stuff. working with people. Love working with all the other vendors and uh, farmers and everyone else in the community. So it's been fun. Jason, I understand now. Yes. Absolutely. Now I understand. He was uh, downplaying his uh And how does it that make the pizza taste that much better? You know, you have delicious pizza to start, and then it's like, oh, now I got to go. Yeah, listen, if you're if you're going out and looking for a lot of local sausages, this town has it, right? You've got Palidori here tonight. Yep. You've got Tyson with Colorado Craft Butchers, Caninos, Clyde's. You've got so many here. Yeah. So it's like an embarrassment of riches, if you will. We happen to uh, work with uh, Tyson for a while here. We've had a great relationship with Palidori. It just makes the pizza that much better. Just It just yeah. elevates the flavor profile. You get a depth of flavor that you don't mm-hmm. get with something that you just buy from a store that you cut yeah. open from a bag that's pre-cooked. So for us, it, it's all the difference in the world. So, Tyson, yeah. we get a lot of indus- industry folks that listen to the show, as, as well as consumers that make it taste delicious. But how can people get a hold of you? How can they do business with you? What's your business model at this point? So at this point, uh, it's me and occasionally a, another person or two help me out. So I got a, I got a cell phone number. I hear you, brother. Uh, and Fire a, it off. And a website. So, uh, yeah, 970-658-6126. That's me directly. Or you can go to uh, cocraftbutchers.com or coloradocraftbutchers.com, and that'll uh, get you to my website and uh, steer you toward me. So. Colorado Craft Butchers. Uh, be sure when you call them, breathe he- heavy and make it 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> 
I usually give, do mine a quarter want, after three. I want give to that talk phone sausage. number out now. <laughs> yeah, call him right now on his cell phone. In his <laughs> do, it, do it up. <laughs> do it up. <laughs> I agree. You know, look up the website. Give the website again. Yeah, www.cocraftbutchers.com. And uh, you can order directly on there if you're a retail consumer, or you can uh, hit me up with an email, and uh, we can talk about wholesale. So Give 30 yeah. seconds to talk about your provisions. As far as? What do you offer? So um, what I started, uh, I was just working with uh, pork. So I got about 15 different sausage recipes I rotate through. Uh, Italian's a very popular one. I have an andouille that's fabulous. Uh, tonight, I did a uh, ghost pepper and hatch chili uh, cheddar sausage. That's show pretty phenomenal. It's oh, my show gosh. Pretty good stuff. <laughs> Uh, we actually were at Mockery Brewery uh, earlier today, celebrating their four-year anniversary. Congratulations, and we were, uh, Mockery! Shout yeah. out! We were, shout we were slinging uh, that sausage uh, there, so um, so we love that. Uh, we also work with a small uh, Wagyu ranch that only sells to us there in Laramie, just a couple hours uh, north of us here. Um, and uh, we made a pasta tonight with their uh, some Wagyu bone marrow, uh, some Italian sausage, and uh, some pappardelle pasta from Boulder, Colorado, or sorry, from uh, Denver, Colorado. And, uh, yeah, so Wagyu beef. We need to have him pork. back. No, yeah, yeah. We, you, and we will. You need to come back. This, you need to come this back. This week. We're going to invite you back for oh, something special it. this week. But uh, I'd wish you, you know, I'd say good luck to you, but I'm going to say continued success. Thank you. Um, it sounds to me like you're really on your game, and I appreciate these kind of collaborations that you're doing as well. Guys, I'm speechless. None better. Thank you. Give the address. Hard to do. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Give the address to Crush. 1200 West 38th Avenue, again, north side, 38th and Calamuth, uh, crushpizzatap.com. Come and see us, man. Crushpizzatap.com. Uh, Jason, class act, man. Thank you. You Really, appreciate truly. It. Um, we're going to do a lot of things together. And Tyson, I appreciate your time as well Thank on you. the show. Yep. Okay, Glad we're going to take a break. It's in the kitchen. These guys are going to just do up some custom uh, pizzas right here, right? You're going to make them from scratch to show oh, on yeah. our Facebook. Got dough, cheese, sauce. That's all we need, man. And you, some great sausage. You want to tune okay. into Facebook as well right now. I know you. Um, uh, the descriptions are great, but the visuals are also uh, doubly as good. So uh, thank you guys for your time on the show. And we're going to switch gears. And we're going to go to uh, Eclat. Did I do it right? I did do it right. <laughs> a clock culinary and Chef Sam knew. She's up next in the kitchen right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs 
with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Brought to you by Gluten-Free Things. A dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada. All right, yes, it is the ultimate gourmet challenge. And we can do that, especially... Chef Samantha New here, Chef Sam New. Uh, welcome back. To, uh, just welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's always a good time. I'm glad you guys invite me. <laughs> well, so talented. We'd be crazy not to. Uh, what I call one of the hottest up-and-coming chefs right now in Denver, Colorado, and rightfully so as you embark on your new journey, and it's uh, Eclat. Eclat. Yeah, <laughs> you, you said, have to sound kind of pretentious yeah, when you say it. Eclat culinary. Eclat. <laughs> yeah, t- first of all, talk a, a second about uh, Eclat and why you went to go down this journey. Sure, this path. sure. So, Eclat culinary is my passion project, I guess you would call it. Um, left my last full time job in June. I did mercenary work and freelancing for a little <laughs> while. And yeah, mer- <laughs> I like how she uses that mercenary work. Yeah, like a pirate. Um, and I started this in mid September. Um, Eclat means brilliant display or dazzling effect. So I always Which like you're to, showing right now right, tonight. I always Gosh. like to go an extra step or two. I make everything from scratch, um, seasonal ingredients, <clears throat> um, local as much as possible, just quality food. You know, yeah. it's comfort food. I put okay. a lot of love into it. Um, so what I do is catering, personal chef events, private parties. Um, mercenary work. Mercenary <laughs> work, exactly. Give out the website. You've got a brand new fancy website. I do. The website is still under construction, but it has all of my contact info. It's Eclaculinary.com, E-C-L-A-T, 
culinary.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, yes, you are. Yeah. Often. Yeah. Often. <laughs> She's making quite a name for herself. I Thank mean, you've you joined guys. the ACF. You're I very did. active in that. Mm -hmm. Down here. I mean, you're all over the place. I am. Yeah. yeah. And, and with execution like that, it's a no wonder. Thank I mean, that looks like an NFL training table right there. <laughs> Except uh, with great food. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. Right it's, here. It's a really big spread that I knocked out in 45 minutes. Somehow. So this is the type of thing that you can do for other people Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, Talk about what you're serving up tonight. Tonight I made, well, you guys threw a bunch of really good food at me, and I just <laughs> made some stuff with it. Um, we have some croissants and sourdough bread from uh, Aspen Bakery. We have some hamburger buns from Gluten-Free Things that I made some breakfast sandwiches out of. I made a variety of different omelets. Uh, we have a bunch of Polidori sausage over here. And... Yeah, I think that's it. Looks <laughs> the great. rest of the stuff is you just You got produce from Growers Organic. Yeah, yep. Um, just a delicious, and, and I talk about this a lot, is that's why I encourage you to look at the Facebook stream right now, because sometimes you get in a breakfast rut. You like a couple of items, you mm -hmm. know how to cook them well, mm -hmm. you're afraid to get si outside of the boxes. We cook breakfast tonight. What's your advice for somebody that's like, I want to mix it up a little bit. Where, where do you begin with that? Well, I was at the Colorado Country Christmas Gift Show earlier today. Um, that's a ridiculously long name. Um, I did some cooking demos there, and one of the demos that I did was a sweet potato pancake um, Benedict with uh, charred, it was wilted kale and a, a green chili hollandaise. Um, Incredible. Yeah, so I mean, you just take your flavor, favorite flavors make it breakfast somehow. You can do sweet, savory, salty. You know one thing I've known you for What's is that? taking chances. Yeah. You do not play it safe. You take chances. Oh, yeah. Hey, Rich, oh, yeah. But you not, knock it out of the park. She's not our age where the world beat all of that out of <laughs> you at this point. I think he's talking about food, but that too. Oh, is yeah. that what you're doing? All right. I needed a little bit of couch <laughs> yeah. time right I don't, there. I don't like boring food. I like to zazz it well, up a little bit. Where do you bit. get yeah. that from? Where do we? Oh, well, um, I have a short attention span. I think that's why, <laughs> why I got into being a chef. Do you cook like this at home? I do. Yeah. You do? Yeah, I do. Uh, dinner at Sam's house. <laughs> when when I cook, when I have time to cook at home. Sure. Usually I just eat at work. Uh, the fulfilling thing is as you see people line up for your delicious breakfast here at Studio mm. Kitchen Colorado, uh, the most fulfilling thing, we talk about the servitude of people in the service industry, mm -hmm. right? Yes. yes. That feeling. Um, really, there's a small moment of uh, gratification when you see people smile. At yeah, the food look at this. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. standing around yeah. chatting with each other. They're happy. They're eating, and that's that's my passion. An, I an love making plate. that happen. A, a, empty an plates, empty plate is standing of, of ovation. Empty plates, full bellies, smiles on yeah. faces. That's, yeah. that's my thing. Jake Parker, I love that. Let me ask you this. Do you guys remember the, the era, if maybe I'm insane, but it's like I always thought leaving a little piece of the food left over from your meal was like some weird uh, – is, is that a thing? It was, maybe I just don't know. A, it was a crazed diet. That, there's no it science was, behind that. Well, just but it eat. wasn't – no, but wasn't that like something – Like a, a gratitude, to, yeah, a thing of gratitude. To the chef if you leave a, like, a little tiny a little piece. Oh. You ever, you've never heard that? Is that like for your homies? I've heard of your that. dead homies? I don't, homies? Know, too I don't, I don't know, but I thought, you know, I, I <laughs> wanted to speak, and Is that's it like, what popped yeah, into my head. I was spilling a little bit of the wine over the grave. That was bizarre but interesting, all at the same time. <laughs> well, you I'm were gonna, I, I would think that a compliment to the chef is 
clean your plate. Well, that's oh, why I brought it up what, because you guys were talking about a clean plate, and it just you, you know how my yeah. mind works, oh, Rich. Yeah. I'm, I'm real sharp, you know. He's, and so it popped, it popped in there, and so I dumped it out. Okay, yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, I want to say it's an Asian tradition, but I could be completely wrong. But the I think the tradition of leaving a bite left on your plate is to show that the portion size was big enough, you were satisfied, and you didn't get over full, so they fed you the right oh, amount. Oh, I'll buy that. That sounds good. It I sounds it. right. Yeah. yeah. It could yeah. be complete. I'm still a, a garbage. Plate cleaner. I don't know. I'm still. A oh plate yeah, cleaner. yeah. Yeah. How do you know that people? Is, is it a clean plate? Do you like to see a clean plate as a chef? I I like environments, and this is why I got out of kitchens. One of the many reasons, but I like environments where I can interact and talk to people and and get their feedback and see their reactions as they're eating. Yep. Um, so I mean, if they were like, "Oh my God, that was amazing! I'm I'm so full and mm-hmm. I'm so happy," that's that really gives me a lot of satisfaction yeah. to hear that. And you're so getting, I've, I've kind of put myself in environments where I can make that happen. You're getting a lot of recognition, and rightfully so. You're making your rounds, and I, I'd love to do this for you. Promote that coming up. Um, it's a, I guess, a Chef's Women's episode on yeah. Chef or Death. Yeah, I'll yes. be on Chef or Death. It's Eric Chiapetta's show. Um, he's awesome. He is. He's such a good guy. Uh, he just went national, too. The podcast wow. went national, so it's no longer local. Yeah. Nice. Um, moved his studio, and now it's in the morning instead of in the evening time. I love it. Yeah, so that'll be Monday. I don't think there's a live option, but you, uh, if you go to chefordeath.com, you can look it up later. Um, yeah, but the, the topic is on him. female chefs. Yeah, he needed that. That's Spoonie Radio. They, Spoonie approached us a while back, and we just didn't have the wherewithal to be able to do that. But that's perfect for a chef like that, Yeah. Uh, for Chef and Death to be able to be heard yep. uh, on, a, on a national platform. So <laughs> yep. congratulations to him and you. Uh, continued success, but here's what I want to do with one minute left in mm-hmm. your segment. Yep. Just take the time to talk about here I am. I'm a chef at your disposal. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to do some things for you. What are your capabilities? What do you want to do and how can people get a hold of you? My capabilities are whatever needs to be done. Um, I'm, later this month I'm doing uh, just turkeys. They're going to pick up turkeys. I'm going to cook them for them for a potluck at a church for 200 people. And then I'm planning a, a beer pairing dinner with uh, Charlie from Brews Beers, hopefully later this month, depending on installation of his new system. Um, I can do office caterings. I can do cooking classes, like whatever. I can do whatever. And I think that there, the there's going to be a future here to where we might make uh, Chef Sam New available here at Studio Kitchen Colorado. Yeah, I to love do doing a, pop-ups. Remember uh, I, w- I wanted to do an event. open grill night mm-hmm. where we have different just chefs pop up yeah. and people come in yeah. and they have no idea who is going to be cooking? Right. It's who's so who's much going to be preparing? That I encourage awesome. you. It's uh, the Modern Eater endorsed and Chef Sam New right there. Yep. Uh, we appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Thank Thanks you. for doing all of this great food for us tonight. Absolutely. And we're going to keep the party going. Good. I love it. There she is, uh, Chef Thank Sam you so Thanks, guys. All right. We're going to take a quick turnaround for the top of the hour, and we'll be back. Uh, Polidori Sausage and Melody Polidori Harris is going to join us next on the Modern Eater Show. It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweedy, as the Culinary Church continues right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is The Modern Eater Show, live on iHeartRadio. I encourage you to check it out on Facebook as well. We love to live stream this delicious food that's here tonight. Um, (laughs) 
when you talk about the standards of food, Little Rich, Jay Parker, Little Rich, Brian Freeman, he's in China. Yo. What uh, if he's listening? No. <laughs> It'd be early morning, right? I mean, real early he morning. He wakes up early. I mean, it could be. If you're listening, Brian, we love you. Let China, it's 11.15 uh, p.m. right now. Come back. Please bed. Setting the standard for hyper-local and Colorado products that we just love. And, I mean one of these things to where you see a product that you, you grew up with, you're familiar with it, you know that the taste is there. Uh, Polidori Sausage is at the top of my list, and I appreciate you coming in. Uh, Melody Polidori Harris, how are you? Welcome to the show. Fantastic. Happy to be here. It's good to have you here. You came in and met us yesterday. We were like, uh, is there anybody else that, that who's, who's company? Because you looked at me and Jay and you're like, you, you guys can't pull this <laughs> off right here. Uh, We're trying. We're trying. You're doing a Melody. great job. Thank you so much. Fun to be a part of it. Um, it let's uh, go from the beginning. How long has Polidori Sausage been around? You've got to know. Longer than you. <laughs> I don't know, 46 <laughs> years? Mm, 93. 93. Wow. Yep. I wish I was born in wow. 93. No, 1925. <laughs> 1925? 1925. Holy we just celebrated cow. our 93rd year in business. You're going to be coming up on a centennial here we soon. We are. That is too Big much. Stuff. Family business? Family business owned and operated by my brother. Um, it's... It, Super exciting to be a part of it. Yeah. A lot going on. So where do you begin with it? Like, you know, like, so who founded the company? So yeah, it's it's, um, it's a pretty simple story. My great grandmother, uh, Anna Polidori, migrated from uh, the uh, just the Pescada region, just north of like the Bari area on the Adriatic Sea, and she hopped on a ship and she migrated through uh, Ellis Island. So she landed in, you know, Ellis Island, New York, and she migrated to Magna, Utah. It was in Magna, Utah that she met and married Rocco Polidori. Hey, Rocco. Hey, Rocco. (laughs) Rocco Polidori. So she met and married Rocco Polidori. They had a few children. They moved to Colorado. Rocco worked in the coal mines. So he suffered from black lung disease. And they came to Colorado, quite frankly, because the air was clear and the prospects of better jobs. So they came here. And that was in the 20s? Early 20s. Too much. No, about ni- early 1925. So on the heels of the Depression. Wow. On the right heels there. of the Depression. Right That's right. Right before. And they bought a grocery store over off of Shoshone in what we all sort of affectionately known today as Lohi or the Lower Highlands area. And that grocery store was there from 1925 to 1982. What was the name? Polidori's. Oh, really? Yeah, Polidori's Grocery. Too much. Yep. And and was that just your facility at no, that point? No, it was never our facility. Well, it was never our facility, so to speak. So in 1925, when they bought the grocery store, she was the butcher. Rocco ran the front of the house, stocking cans of soup and checking people out. And she was the butcher. So she would don a smock. I don't think they wore hairnets back then. But she would wear her smock and she would cut up pork chops and steaks and wrap them in the white butcher paper and put a little sticker on them and hand them to the customer. And it was in her spare time when she wasn't doing those kinds of things that she would cook up her family heirloom sausage recipes. And not unlike you go to a mass grocery store today and you see people cooking up samples, but the smell of cooking up her sausage would permeate the store and she would sample it. And that's how people sort of became to know Polidori because then she would sell it out of the case and people would want to know how they could get it. What was your childhood memories of all of this? My childhood memories of all of that. 
my grandmother, my great grandmother, she had a, a house. They lived in the house next door to the store. So when on the weekends, my parents or my mom in particular would drag my brother and I, we'd go grocery shopping at the Polidori grocery store. That's where we'd get our lamb chops. That's where we'd get our steak. That's Lucky. where we'd get some of our dry staples. You didn't, That's where you we'd didn't get know meal. what you had at the time, no, did you? No clue. And so we would like hightail over to great grandma's house because we would get to eat and hang out with her. <laughs> and those are my fondest memories. I, she was 15 when I was passed away. So she definitely has an impression in, in my life and my world. I figured, and, yeah. yeah. And As she's a kid, yeah. shining down. And I can tell us. right now she's talking to you. You're For sure. She's, channeling yeah. through you. She's That's super amazing. shining down. So yeah. as we move forward into the future and there, uh, there is that portion and that legacy could have stopped right there and been fine could have totally stopped absolutely but how do you keep a family business like that uh, perpetuating into the future mm -hmm. great question and i attribute it to a couple of things great you, you surround yourself by the right people but more importantly you have the morals and the ethics and there's basically six things that we think that are important to our company lay them on us teamwork yep ethics mm -hmm. pricing Mm -hmm. Customer support mm -hmm. and product. Those, those are products, right? But and procedure. Right, but the thing that makes us a success, you know, there's been a little luck along the way. Sure, I, I, sure, I, always I, is. I'm blessed and humbled by that. But the thing that makes us a success day after day is we are consistently, and I attribute a lot of that to my production staff. Okay. They are consistently making the product day after day just like my great-grandmother did. That's fantastic. And that's all you can hope for. But what if your brother didn't want to get in the game? If my brother didn't want to get in the game, we wouldn't have a business. See how that works? Yeah. And a lot of times... I attribute a, a lot, lot to him for sure. A lot of family-owned mm -hmm. businesses, and I look at this with uh, ranches and farms, to where to get to a centennial is a, a big proposition because it's going through generation to generation, generation and to, say somebody passes, right? And then someone else that just wants to cash out or they're not, they, they just don't want to be a part of it. To be able to have that, and I, I'm sure you've gone through some trials and tribulations and some, none? Um, 98% of the time, it's great. Yeah. Sure, I'd be a fool and a liar to tell you it wasn't great all the time, but like 2% of the time, there's some bumps along the road, but 98% of the sure. time, it's great. You know, you find where your niches and your strengths and your weaknesses are, and you just kind of build upon those. Yeah, yeah. Melody Polidori Harris here with us tonight, Polidori Sausage. Um, so people know your products are great. They know you're the staple of Denver and Colorado. What's the future? Is that sustainable model still there? Is there another baton to pass it to? In terms of the next generation? Yeah, how does it keep going? Yeah, you know? I mean, potentially my children or my son's daughter. Yeah. I mean, but potentially, you know, I don't know. How do you keep that legacy intact? I mean, because someone's going to look I'm at you. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's not going anywhere. So that's the good news yeah. today. You know, nobody's going anywhere. But let's face it. I mean, the biggest hope is the biggest 80 hope is years that, from now, someone's mm. looking at you the same way as they did yeah. great-grandma. Great right. And we're still a family-run mm -hmm. company doing the things that we do best. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of your provisions. What do you have available right now? Um, obviously, our staples in our product line are Italian sausage. Um, that's the family heirloom sausage, sausages. Uh, we make those in a 
gajillion different shapes and sizes from a hot to a spicy to a garlic to a sweet um, to patties to links to strips. We make all those. Show off. And then, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. And then we have a full product line that's basically been based around or built around the Italian sausage. We have chorizo. I will tell you, our chorizo is our single biggest mover. Because it's not made with butts, guts, lips, and jowls. It's a gringo sausage. And uh, that's our single biggest mover. But when you put all the Italian sausage mm -hmm. together, obviously, it's a bigger one. But we sell a ton of chorizo. We sell a ton of breakfast sausage. I mean, you name it. If they are a quality breakfast place in town, they're using our product. Same with Italian sausage. As we scream hyper-local, yeah. you're the type of business all day long, every day long, that we would love to scream from the rooftops. Because <laughs> yeah. that's kind of really what our model is. Mm -hmm. um, so as I look at your business and your business model, to be around so long and then to be so relevant today in 2018, going yeah, into 2019, yeah, how yeah, do you continue that relevancy? Yeah, um, I surround myself by a great marketing staff. Caroline Herter's here today. Caroline. Caroline. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Um, she, you know, she keeps she keeps us relevant. My sales staff keeps us relevant, um, and I think our partners keep us relevant. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, honest to God, um, a lot of our customers keep us relevant because yeah. they keep you on the cutting edge and they make you want to be a better company. And what yeah, a class! They're act. top shelf. They're an elite. Thank class. you for joining us tonight. Thank you. I'm um, having you here Pleasure. is really just an honor to us. So. We Pleasure. appreciate your time, and we want to do a lot of things with you in the future. Looking forward and to have that. And have chefs that uh, may not be turned on to it. I think a lot have, but to play with your products here in Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Uh, Melody Polidori Harris, thank you so much. Thank uh, you, Polidori, guys. another 100 years and more. Hey, we hope so. Thank you so yeah. much. There thank she you is. Guys. Uh, that's cool stuff. I mean, you really, that last 10 minutes of time. Uh, that's worth your while, and we encourage you, if you missed any or all of that, uh, you can check us out, obviously, wherever you download your favorite podcast, or you can just uh, refer back to our Facebook Live right here on Facebook. We'll continue from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. We have a lineup. Uh, the stars continue. Aspen Baking Company on deck. Hollis Casey, she's going to come up, and we're going to talk bread. I mean, delicious bread provisions coming from Aspen Baking Company. And then we'll do beer. Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project and Andrew Moore. I call him the most interesting man in the world. And at 745 for booze in the news, all the booze news you can use. <laughs> it's uh, Diebold Brewing Company. We stopped by Diebold today. Jack Diebold, he was with us uh, when we broadcast from Great American Beer Festival. So a little less hectic environment. And we'll revisit Jack. That'll be all coming up next, but in the meantime and in between time, we're going to take a quick break right here on the Modern Eater Show and welcome you back to Studio Kitchen, Colorado, momentarily. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. Fall's finally here, and for me, that means it's time to cozy up to a Brews Beer and get into some rich fall flavors. Belgian-style doubles, pumpkin spice brown ale, rich dark quadruples, and tasty triples are perfect for cooler weather. We make nothing but badass Belgian-style beers. Check out our social media reviews, then come in and see what everyone's talking about. We're at 67th and Pecos in North Denver, about 10 minutes north of downtown. With the holidays coming up, we'll soon be releasing some very special beers, including our famous Belgian-style champagne beer. Planning a holiday party or family get-together? Brews Beers has everything you need to make it a great event. Brews Beers, spelled B-R-U-Z, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Check us out at brewsbeers.com. We're dog-friendly with food trucks every day. So come on in and experience some Belgian-style badassery. Mm -hmm. 
rocker spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f's wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what is wrong with me, Little Rich. <laughs> Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Little Rich, Snyder, Brian's. Uh, he's in China right now. He'll be back in two weeks uh, from today. We'll continue on the Modern Eater Show next segment on seven th- at 7.30 on 6.30 KHOW. Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. People are cheersing beers right now. We love that. And then at 7.45, Debolt Brewing and Jack Debolt. Uh, all the booze news you can use right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. We'll continue right now. And this is a pleasure right now. Hollis Casey. Aspen. Aspen Bakery. What are you doing? Happy to be here. Are you doing thanks good? Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming. Great. What, do what do you think, think of this kitchen? Yeah, what do you this think? This is my first time here, man. You guys got the full production going on. This is great. And the atmosphere, it's everyone's having a great time trying everything out. It's a culinary yeah. community. It is. And to play with product, uh, uh, good provisions. Yeah. We, we love uh, the purveyors and the sourcing here yeah. at Studio Kitchen Colorado. Before we get into your segment, let's do this. He's a friend of yours, and he's back in town. His name's <laughs> Chef Jeff Jabot. Welcome back to Denver, Colorado, man, Chef. It's good to be back. Uh, the world traveler. <laughs> yeah. Lately. New York City. Yeah. Back I'm in glad, town. I'm glad I'm back, though. How do you know this uh, young lady, Hollis? I've purchased uh, thousands of loaves of bread from her probably over the last yeah. seven years. Southern hospitality. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. We closed them down, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the last supper, baby. <laughs> the last supper. Yeah. We, it was an inside joke, but we did a live broadcast the night before. The door shuttered. No way. Yes. It was a, it was an epic meal though. It was an epic meal. We did <laughs> so, we did a bourbon. Oh, a bang. Yeah, bourbon and barbecue dinner and and, and beer. This guy knows his barbecue, he man. He really does. And you know your bread. I do. Hollis, a little bit. This is cool. How'd you get into the bread game? Well, I've been with Aspen, um, so it'll be coming up on five years here soon. Um, and it's just I'm a native, Colorado yeah. native. Um, so I'm all about the local. Oh, that's um, our gig. That's, yeah. our jam. that's our jam. Yep. That's our gig. Wait, you're into that? As I stalked you on Facebook, <laughs> well, I also <laughs> saw D-Bar, Denver. Do you, <laughs> yeah. know, you know Keegan? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know how yeah. that ended, but hopefully yeah. good. He's a he's a character. So as your uh, next chapter begins with Aspen Baking Company, um, where do you begin with this? Because uh, I mean, I, I talk about a few companies, Little Rich, that set the standard. Like Brian from Growers Organic. I knew I know of somebody sourcing growers organic produce that that's probably a business that i would want to eat at or Mm -hmm. buy their products from same thing with aspen baking company and it sets the standard for me to where when i see that i perk up and i go oh yes right how do you figure that i mean is it quality product is it the marketing is it the the um, local kind of yep (laughs) it's all of that yes and and i think that's, that's that's why we we have such a good you know customer base is they come to us because of that. We have that reputation too. So they've they've heard about us or they've used us before. Um, local is huge for Colorado, yeah. as you guys yeah. know. Um, well, we're all natural. What's too, the business model? Helps. Retail? Is it uh, direct to business? It's wholesale. 
wholesale. Yep, so we deliver to about 600 restaurants wow. Oh, wow. and uh, hotels in yeah. Denver. Um, we've got 10 16-foot uh, delivery trucks that we we go up to Vail. We go all the way up to Fort Collins, Holy Colorado cow. Springs. So we kind of cover a large ground. Yeah. Um, so I think that also helps us to expand on our business a little bit is that we can, you know, we'll find, we'll find a way to get to you usually. So. Yeah. So I love and hate you because bread is my weakness, <laughs> especially right now. Yeah. Everyone I, always says that. They're like, how do you work for a bakery and you don't weigh? Yeah. It's pounds. called uh, moderation. Self-control. Yeah. It's called get on your, get off your butt yeah. a little bit. Uh, but really, truly bread is one of those things. Yeah. That it's universal love. Right. Well, you, bread. I mean, your eyes lightened up when you saw that I sourdough. laid on it like yeah. a pillow. Like, oh, sourdough. <laughs> and this actually is what we started the bakery on was the sourdough. It was the first thing that we mm-hmm. started. It's a 70 plus, I mean, you're a your sourdough starter, starter, starter from yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. And so that's kind of our signature. Well, keep talking dirty to me with that, uh, <laughs> that sourdough yeah. bread over there. Uh, talk about the sourdough yeah. and how, how it begins and how you can keep that and to pass it along. Right. And so you're just, um, it's a fermentation, you know, it's the, you're the growing essentially the, the bacteria and it's, what's that term? Yeah. If I can say it, feed the bitch, you know? And so, yeah. You just like, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, like, a, it's a living like, thing. It's okay if I... Uh, but yeah, and so the sourdough, I mean, it's... Some people complain that it's it's too sour, but I think that's just because Colorado, we're not we're that. not used to it. You know, if you go to San Francisco, sure. I mean, but we're not... Colorado isn't. Their palates are... So, yeah, you'd yeah. be surprised. We have, we have sometimes we have people going, it's too sour. I'm like, see now, yeah, did you smell don't this? ruin hey, a good thing. Yeah. Chef yeah. Jabal, let me ask you a question. <laughs> did you smell this? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I've never used this product, and now I want yeah. to. So uh-huh. with sourdough, I find that it, the flavor profile changes as you toast it. Yes. Can you talk about it? It's uh, just a phenomenon. Yeah, I don't, oh, I don't know. Man, yeah. it's just it's so You toast that <laughs> little yeah, bit of sugar sourdough. Change. The sugars exactly. in the I bread knew change. you'd have an the answer. Structure, yeah. sugar. Yeah. You put a little caramelization on the bread, it changes its flavor. Yeah, my mouth waters it. You talk about Jay. You talk <laughs> about bread and being a weakness of yours. It's like sure. the, the number one past sugar, right? Yeah. No, bread is is above it's cheese. It's above meat. Well, and you guys had this brioche, right? This oh, French toast. See, yeah. So it's control? got sugar. It's got the butter and the eggs in there, yeah. and that's what makes it so. It's kind of sweet. Yeah. You don't um, need anything. I'm taking this home. By the way. <laughs> I, I know. I, I knew I should have brought a couple of those. <laughs> You know, I've got to throw something in. This is a little rich. The boy saw Hollis Casey over there at Aspen Baking Company. Go ahead, Little Well, knowing knowing Aspen from its roots, from Jeff, and anyone who knows Jeff knows his passion and his drive, and it's in every single bag of your bread. And and whether it's a croissant, whether it's a pastry, whatever it is, Jeff attacks it. And and now, I mean, he's at Bruce. At the helm now for a while, yep. Bruce has done a tremendous job yes. over there, and things have only gotten better. Yep. I, I think your products now, it's safe to say your Quality. products are better now the, than when they were I 10 years ago. I 100% agree with you. Yeah, and, we, were, and, we went through some serious inconsistencies, and it, well, of course it's easier, it's easier with us now to almost manage at higher volume. Um, we're able to, to really t- teeter to the... the Consistencies. With yeah, hone volume. in on, yeah. hone in yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. great. Uh, uh, the and thing we is, talked you guys about nailed it. Yeah, yeah. So Thanks, with that, Rich. When you Thanks. nail it like that, you get success, and then it's like, well, how do we manage that? Right. 
Well, but, when we talked to Melody from Polidori Sausage in the in the last segment, she talked about that consistency, and that's what really brought there to a close to a centennial. Yep. And so when that's you, what keeps the customers. Yeah, yeah. You want to have want that. that same they want to be delivering to their business, their their customers at the restaurant. They want to have the same thing every mm-hmm. time. And Let's mm-hmm. do this. A shout out to Ooh. some of the businesses that you do business with so people know that yeah. here it is, Aspen Baking Company. Where can people get this great product? Well, um, you know, I got to be careful with the name dropping because really? I don't want our competitors going after <laughs> our, uh, going, oh, Aspen's in there. I got to go. I don't think no. you have anything to worry um, about. So we, um, yeah, we do most of the hotels, Marriott's, um, Hilton's, Hyatt's, Embassy Suites. Um, we do all the bread and pastries for the Colorado Convention Center. Um, you go to DIA, every restaurant in there. Um, and then, yeah, we go we, hotels or so, hospitals. Yeah. We do hospitals. So golf children's yeah. hospital. Yes, or we do children. If, yep. if, if Chef Pearson Shields at the Hyatt Regency downtown mm-hmm. or if, you know, go down the list. I want to I want to see Aspen baking yeah. and know that I'm eating that. Yeah. Does it get lost in the mix? Do people no, know? No, it doesn't. Um, people know, and um, I have I I made a, a nice little flyer that says you know local company all natural. Here's what you're getting when and Children's Hospital has it actually up in their window. So when you're ordering a sandwich, you see that it's Aspen Baking Bread. Um, So we do have those customers that really pull through for us. And they go, and they're the ones that come come to me with it. They're like, do you have anything that I can... Love put it. up for so you know, Ashley Tobeck probably comes to you. JP Krause yes. was the yep. JP chef was there. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Children's, yeah. They they get all of our um, all of our bread and everything. I, I have to throw this out there. Yeah. Croissants. Anyone listening or watching this <laughs> that has not had a croissant yep. from Aspen Baking, yes. you're you're really missing out on one of life's yep. greatest joys. So we, they're, well, yeah, that's what's in front of us right what, now. What no, 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 croissants. Yeah. Oh, the croissants. Bring croissants those over right here. here. Where are they? Oh, there they are. So, and it's the same. This is the same dough. Sure. Um, but. Oh, but I mean, yeah. what makes them just so when you, I mean, you obviously when you hold them, you can see the butter kind of on your fingers after yeah, you're holding thank them. You. Yeah, is and that's the difference. <laughs> that's a that, no holds bar. We're using real butter, not margarine. We use yeah. real, and so that's where you know I think our cost is actually pretty good. Um, I'm making the sandwich yeah. out of that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, they're incredible. Staff. They're incredible. That's yeah. fantastic. I'm taking yeah. the sourdough so you we, can have the croissants. <laughs> It's I don't think like, he's. I don't think Chef's joking about that. He's no, he's really so, not. He's holding on to that. He, he does. He keeps going. Every time somebody mentions it and they look at it, he I'm goes, going yeah. for the finish <laughs> line. I, I have made French toast out of the croissants. Yes. And they're, yep, it's they're great. just to die it's for. Great. It's 730 yeah. on 630 KHOW, uh, iHeartRadio station, right here live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, as we continue. Hollis Casey, she's delivering right now and delivering the bread. <laughs> Aspen Baking Company, this is so much fun because yeah. as we catch up and we're so hyper-local and we love businesses that are just really, I mean, they're staples of our community. Yeah. And this is another one of them. So uh, you're settled in here. You're like, let's let's keep this show. I, I just love my job. <laughs> You know, and I can like Rich, I mean, you, you speak highly of us, and thank you for that. And you know, you we're a family, like, yeah, you know, yeah. that we have been um, for a long time, so yeah. it definitely yeah. makes me it makes it easy for me to talk about it. Talk well, about asking, Jay Parker. also, as a longtime customer, yeah. I mean, all the way down to the delivery drivers, you know, they're on top of it. I'd never have had issues with bread not being rotated, etc. It's the, that's it's a, it's a yeah. solid program, yeah, yeah. Jay Parker here. I just wanted to give a quick shout-out from, through Samantha New, Chef Samantha New, because she used the croissants for her French toast tonight and said it was whew, over the moon. The brioche. Yeah. Yeah. Over the moon? Yep. Nice. The brioche. 
Hollis, you like beer as well. <laughs> yes, I, I mean, do. bread and beer. <laughs> right. Right? I'm going to, uh, you're going to stick around for the next yes. two segments. Thank you. No, you're going to stay on the headset. Don. All right. Because <laughs> we have Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. And basically, his his beer is food. Uh, yes. It's delicious. And she's a double IPA girl. I can't even handle it. along. That's why you get along. I can't handle Jeff, welcome back to town. Yeah, thanks, I can't really. wait to do some collaborations. Yeah. Guest on the show next week. Uh, I leave for World Food Championships on Tuesday. Show off. And yeah. when guess who's back? sponsoring me with the bread? Stop it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm taking Aspen baking all the way to uh, yeah. Orange Beach, so Alabama. Soon. Yeah, he likes yeah. my buns. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame him. How's your Aspen? <laughs> <laughs> it's on the back of every It always truck. gets a little fun in the second <laughs> hour. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We go from the IPAs are kicking in. <laughs> Thanks, we guys. go from beer or bread to beer, and that's going to be next. Uh, Intrepid in Sojourner Beer Project. I always say Andrew Moore is the most interesting man in the world. As an archaeologist turned brewer, he uh, sourced indigenous spices from all over the world to make regional and delicious recipes <laughs> that come right back home to inspire his beer recipes. And Andrew Moore, I think the world of the man. He'll be up next, and then at seven or uh, seven forty-five, it's Jack D- uh, Debolt and Debolt Brewing Company in Booze in the News. All the booze news you can use right here on the Modern Eater Show. Be back in a flash on iHeartRadio. Choose your path. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work reach out to f johnson design at f do you have the goods jay parker here for the goods restaurant if you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items stop by the goods whether you're a vegetarian vegan gluten-free or even a meat lover they've got something for everyone get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos warm corn tortillas wood oven roasted veggies pickled onions shaved radish tomatillo fresh cilantro and a house-made vegan sour cream wow how about the best burger on planet earth one half pound of aspen ridge beef lettuce tomato pickles and never any hormones antibiotics or steroids i recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries as a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner brunch and full bar with two daily happy hours they truly care about you the customer and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone they are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones the goods a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free vegetarian and vegan options and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares on east colfax directly connected to the tattered cover bookstore hungry thegoodsrestaurant.com get ready to change the way you look at food this is peter allman the founder of south river aquaponics and alpenglow mushrooms as a lacordon blue train chef i know the importance of quality ingredients that's why in 2013 i left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm at south river aquaponics alpenglow we are the leader in sustainable growing practices utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible no pesticides no gmos no funny business just clean honest food production 
We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. All right, uh, back to the show momentarily, and we'll catch up with Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. But I have to tell you about Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, they're going to create the tap system of your dreams. You need the best faucets in the business to make sure that it tastes like the brewer intended their beer to taste. There's nothing worse when you go into a bar or a restaurant and they're pouring their beer and it's very inefficient. Um, it's foamy. It's, it's wrong temperature. It's just tacky and you're doing yourself a disservice because pouring inefficient beer, boys, what are you doing? You're pouring Pour your, your money, money down, down the, the drain. drain. Don't <laughs> pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke in A-plus beverage solution. He really is the man with the plan. And when you talk about hyper-local, hyper-local is what it's all about. A family-owned and operated business. Him and his wife, Jeff and Kristen Rourke, they're putting it together for you. Get an A-plus on your report card. All you have to do is give Jeff a call, 720-272-3809. Here's the phone number again. Write it down. Thanks. Bar owners. Restaurant owners, brewery owners, call Jeff, 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Ciao a tutti. It's Elise Wiggins. You want me to go ahead and do it? And Tati Bella, the chef of the year from Eater Denver. One more time, one more time. And you are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. All right, as we continue from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, delicious pizza being served up right now from Crush Pizza and Tap and uh, Jason McGovern giving the crowd what they want to see, and that's delicious pizza right here, right now. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman is off to China, and Little Rich Snyder just sliding right in effortlessly. Uh-huh. You're doing a great job tonight, well, Little I'm, Rich. I'm kind of quiet, but I'm looking at this huge, thick pizza. I mean, that pizza looks like it's a foot thick. <laughs> You could, you could jump out of a plane and land on that, and you're not going to hurt yourself. I don't know about that. It's all that. spongy and puffy. It's a pretty nice cushion. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. The voice of Hollis Casey, she's going to stick around because she's a beer lover herself, and we're in the land of craft beer right now, Hollis. She's like, open that beer. <laughs> I want to try right that. Now. I Wrap do. Wrap that open. That is, yeah. that is how a lady tells you she's ready to drink your beer. Perfect. Just points perfect, at perfect. it. Andrew Moore, first of all, welcome back. I've missed you, man. You're yeah, running thanks. around. It's great I to said, be how back. was your trip to Portugal? He was like, not too good because I was in Chile. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Sort of a different place. Yeah. <laughs> a lot different. I got that wrong in my mind. But uh, welcome back from yeah, Chile. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. It's great I to be there. I always called you the uh, most interesting man in the world. Archaeologist turned brewer, taking indigenous spices from your world-round travels, and you take regional spices and make delicious Colorado craft beer. What, yeah. are, we, what are we drinking right now? Uh, yeah, so tonight I brought a couple of the flagships. We got Turkish coffee stout, so it's a robusta mm. coffee, green cardamom, and orange peel, mm-hmm. kind of in, inspired by that archaeology you were just mentioning. And uh, we've rebranded all of our crawlers to really focus on the fresh local ingredients. So we're working with Copperdor coffee to help source the robusta coffees. We're working with savory spice to source the lavender. We're working with Colorado aquaponics here locally for our basil. We work with growers organic. Wow. 
So it's it's cool because it puts the focus on those local ingredients, even with the international influence. Please tell us that the modern eater inspired your local ingredients. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you know, it, we've got a lot of stuff going on at the brewery, and it, it, it's taken some time to like build that network. And the modern eater has been absolutely instrumental in helping us do that. We did the summer dinner series, and Andrew Moore, you have a passion with pairing food with absolutely. beer. And I always say, listen, if you got the right beer, but most of all. Beer is food, and if you yeah. can make that across, whether it's something that complements the food or it's the antithesis of the taste, yeah, absolutely. You, you go either way. Yeah, so. cut, complement, and contrast. Those are the sort of the three C's of, of beer and food pairing, and we love getting an opportunity to put our beer in front of in front of really great elevated food. So a developed palate like Hollis, right? You, you don't even need to talk to her about it. But where do you begin if somebody... Uh, I enjoy a lager. I enjoy, sure. I enjoy a sessionable beer. But when I start getting into the flavors and the taste of like your Turkish coffee stout and your mm. uh, your basil IPA, that basil IPA, that's a daily drinker to me. Do you need yeah. to uh, like, develop palate for that? No, absolutely not. I mean, one of the reasons I love basil IPA is because of its sort of versatility with pairing. Like, it's great with the pizza that we've had here tonight. I've been trying it with a couple of the deep dish pizzas. It's been delicious. Um, but it's also, you know, great with sort of more elevated Italian food, or it's great with, you know, takeout Thai food. Uh, it has that, like, whole sort of range of versatility that's really awesome. Have you met Jason McGovern from Crush? No, this is the first time. Where is Jason? Is hey, Jason, can we put uh, on your Okay, that's what we like to do. Basil IPA. Sure. All right, sounds good. Let's, and that's really what li- hyper-local <laughs> community is Thank all you. about. Yeah. When you can use those ingredients, and Hollis, that's what we love so much, is that we take our friends in the industry, and if we can't support each other, right. who do you support? Yeah. Right? I mean, besides we're eating great food and drinking delicious Yeah, beer. I'm full of delicious The passion pizza. definitely comes through when yeah. you know it's local. And Absolutely. Just everyone gets excited it, about it. It yeah. tastes better to me. Yeah. When I know where the ingredients mm-hmm. are sourced for, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it's like now I'm going to get really excited, just like when Hollis brought her bread in. I laid on it. I <laughs> yeah. literally, like, put like, it in. I mean, you enter like, like a baby. Flavor is not just like a thing that something has. Right. Like, it, there's a story yes. in, that, that people want to hear, yep. and, and, yep. and that story it is local, and that's important. Mm-hmm. So, as we get into, you know, the leaves fall from the trees, beer is renownedly one of those things to mm. where. You switch gears. You yeah. go into the darker beers. What's on tap, literally, for Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project heading into the fall of your second year, first uh, year? Yeah, so it's heading into the fall of our second year. Um, so, yeah, right now uh, we've got our Hickory Peach Wee Heavy on, which was the um, silver medal winner at, at World Beer Cup last May in experimental beers. So it's it's uh, local Colorado Palisade peaches, um, a delicious, dark, uh, kind of sweet, we heavy. We're working on a Russian Imperial Stout collaboration with Molly's Spirits here locally. Uh, we're in some Stranahan's barrels, so you can keep an eye out for that. Um, that's going to be hyper-local. And then because of the traveling, I, whenever I'm traveling, I'm looking at, at, at new stuff. And so uh, we're looking at this this new um, I got a berry that I got introduced to in Chile. It's called Calafate, and it looks like a blueberry on the outside, uh, and it's kind of a sweet like a berry, and it looks like a little tiny apple on the inside, and uh, it's just, it's everywhere down there, and they garnish, you know, they're doing ceviche with it, oh. they're doing gin with it, they're doing all kinds of stuff, so we're going to be playing with some new stuff on the pilot system uh, after those travels. What's the flavor That's on that? That's so is cool. It, is, is it tart? Sweet? It's a little bit tart. Um, it's definitely more on the sweeter side, like once it's ripe, like you get these little yellow flowers, and then it, the the 
the blue. I keep wanting to call it a blueberry, but it's 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 not nearly as sweet as a blueberry. I'm yeah. about to jump into left field yeah. here, which I love. To All right, do. yeah, We're going go for it. So you invited me to, uh, and thank you very much, oh, to yeah, your sure. Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have Thanksgiving dinner. We are. So oh, as yeah. a guy, this is something that, like, I'm very much so looking forward to because I know you're going to mindfully put out great provisions uh, from food to be. What, what are we going to look forward to, and how are you approaching this? Um, so we, my wife and I have done uh, kind of a, a Friendsgiving, or I've heard it called an Orphan Thanksgiving uh, this will be our fourth year. Now and, I know uh, why I'm kind invited. of like in anyone's yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah, the orphan Thanksgiving Misfit is something Thanksgiving. I just. You're on the list, Hollis. <laughs> yeah. Can I come? Yeah, you guys That's are all welcome. You're welcome to come. Yeah. Is that guy with the tank top going to be there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he comes every year. Yeah, he comes, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But we always we always uh, fry a turkey. I love fried turkey. Um, and uh, we've got the homebrew equipment to safely fry the turkey, so that that's oh. helpful. And then everybody kind of chips in, cool. and um, so we've got a couple staples we like, you know, uh, from the Midwest where I grew up, and then everybody kind of brings a side, and it's just a big, fun, local community. Are you event. brewing a special beer? You um, have- you have question. small batch capabilities. We do have small batch capabilities. I have some, we haven't brewed anything yet, but uh, but we might. We might. Stay tuned. I, I asked Jay to get a hold of oh, you this is delicious. a couple weeks ago because I wanted a pumpkin beer in here. Yeah. You, you elected not to do a pumpkin beer oh. this year. So we, we've done some pumpkin beers. It's really interesting. So here's an industry secret for you. A lot of pumpkin beers don't have pumpkin in them. Uh, because pumpkin, I know, Wait, right? Don't yeah. I know. This is like it's, telling it's me like there's no Santa Claus. Ripping the wool which off. Which there is. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. What? Yes, there yeah. is what? Santa Claus. Wait a minute. What? Well, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> when you stop <laughs> leaving in Santa Claus, you yeah. stop getting oh. gifts, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> don't tell me there's don't not an Easter bunny. Really I don't want to hear it. I really feel, I feel bad. I that's, just, but like, that's Greg Hollenbach, 720. 434-434. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but pumpkin doesn't have a lot to contribute other than, like, hazy starches. So a lot of the pumpkin beers are, are that, like, pumpkin pie spice that everybody loves. Uh, the cloves, yeah. the nutmeg, the cinnamon, which is delicious. Uh, but we think it's overdone. Yeah. And so last year we did, and we'll probably do it again, is uh, uh, we did a savory pumpkin beer. We did a uh, pumpkin uh, sage red IPA that was Ooh. super, that was really popular. And it, um, again, with a lot of our recipes, we kind of start with... Um, with uh, food recipes from the culinary side and say, how can we, you know, what are people putting with pumpkin with that is savory and how can we translate that into the beer world? So um, we'll definitely keep experimenting with pumpkins and other gourds, (laughs) uh, uh, but probably from a savory angle as opposed to that pumpkin pie. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate (laughs) it. Uh, A great sponsor of the Modern Eater Show and Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Give the address. Yeah, so we're at 925 West 8th Avenue. um, Right Right down the street. Yeah, right down the street from uh, the kitchen here between Santa Fe and Calamas. Hollis is right. She's like, I'm right there. I live on 150 9th Ave. So I'll be taking a little walk over there later. Yeah, definitely. Give out your phone number, Hollis. (laughs) (laughs) Cell phone, make sure it's 2 and, o'clock in the uh, morning. That's Social right. security <laughs> number. That's right. Apartment number not included. <laughs> that's, that's right. Just stand out front. Wait for, wait for yeah. bread yeah. in somebody's hands. 
I, I love this type of stuff. And as we continue, uh, first of all, Andrew Moore, you don't know that we're going to do this. Just go into Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, say the name Andrew Moore, and they'll pour you a free beer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, sure. Why not? Sorry. <laughs> You'll get like my mom yeah. coming in. Yeah. The way that goes. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Andrew, yeah, so thanks much. Thanks for having me. Polish, you're going to stick around. We're going to do more beer. Uh, she's like, okay. Well, yeah, okay. When did I become the beer lady all of a sudden? <laughs> I'm digging this. You know, we actually did a beer bun. A beer bun? Yep. For, we talk about that coming we'll up? We'll talk about that. All right. Stick around. <laughs> Listen to Hollis's beer bun. <laughs> That'll be next. Plus, uh, Debolt Brewing and Jack Debolt. That's next on Booze and the News. All the booze news you can use right here on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, Colorado chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. 
Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. All right, we got it out of the way early. Oh. Booze in the news, all the <laughs> booze news you can use right now, and why not? <laughs> Nothing better right now. It's uh, Debolt Brewing Company, and Jack Debolt's here with us tonight. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. We've got a lot of ground to cover right now, about six, seven minutes. This is going to be fun. Oh, my First God. of all, last time we caught up was the Great American Beer Festival. In the, I think uh, Charlie Papazian was hanging. No big deal. Yeah, hanging no, out the, with no big, yeah. Yeah, it was just one of those things. And, so uh, at the time, kind of a new brewery on the scene. But wh- when was the beginning, Jack? Oh, the beginning for us, um, I mean, we opened in 2013. Uh, my dad had been home brewing my entire life. So I've been around beer for a very, very long he time. He probably read Charlie's book. He probably did. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think we all did. It was did. like, oh, that's what I don't want to brew. That's no, I'm just kidding, Charlie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll isolate that segment. <laughs> sure, so sure. Right up yeah, to Charlie. Yeah. He's on his way out. Yeah, so I mean, it's been, you know, it's been a long journey. Um, really, but I mean, I think the big the big breaking point was five years ago when we opened the brewery up, uh, 2013, and um, it's been um, it's been a really interesting interesting ride since then. You know, there's 10 breweries in Denver when we opened up back then, and now there's you know 80, 90 in Denver mm-hmm. proper, and how many knows in the in the metro Wait, area hold on. too. One just opened right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether you knew that or no, not. Right next to us, just I think. So right, it's in here yeah, right, yeah. right now. Uh, but truly, when you look at that, you th- it, first of all, delicious beer. Thank you. Uh, and facility went in there today. Oh, my gosh. Uh, a shame the first time. But it's sprawling as yeah. well. You have a pretty big brewing facility, and the tap room is really cool as well. Yeah, Talk you. about that and where it's at. Well, you know, it's uh, so we're at uh, 39th and Mariposa. So that's Sunnyside neighborhood, North Highlands, I guess, if you're not familiar with that. Um, when we opened up, it was interesting looking at all the other breweries at the time. Everybody was very small, you know, so we're, we're talking about looking at people like um, uh, Strange Brewing Company, sure. you know, and, and everybody opened up tiny, small system, small space, small cold box, mm-hmm. everything. And so we're like, well, we're going to do exactly the opposite, you know, so we got a 15 barrel system, giant cold space, giant cold room, scale. you know, yeah, 8,000 square foot facility. And uh, we spent a lot of time bouncing around the walls in there, but it served us well. It's nice to have the extra space. You know, yeah. we throw a lot of parties in there. Um, it's, you know, people are amazed at, like, oh, my gosh, you can walk all the way around your brew house. Yeah. You know, where <laughs> a lot of other brews are like, you know, they got a crawl, right. army crawl under their brew right. house well, to get to something. Well, it's like studio kitchen. <laughs> well, here's a kitchen. There's the rest. Of it, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you're yeah, done, yeah. right? Exactly. I yeah. mean, uh, lots of ins and outs to yeah. that place. And, I, I mean, that's the type of place you just want to knuckle up to the bar, drink yeah. some beers. Thank you. Uh, go down the whole laundry list. I love your labeling. I love the taste of your beers. You guys are on track. What's your business model right now? Because a lot of times it's like, okay, make your base very happy yeah. and then do some distribution. Yeah, here. and we, you know, we opened up with a model that's different now. You know, when we opened up, there wasn't any other breweries really to look at and say, I oh, a that's, refill. A, that's exactly what you want to do. You know what I mean? Here, <laughs> let me give you a little radio. A little taste. Um, so, you know, we took a model that was trying to balance, uh, trying to go a little heavier on the distribution and not as heavy on the tap room. There wasn't a lot of tap rooms to look at. Now it's opened up I and mean, it's completely the opposite. Everybody's focus is completely tap room. They build that business up and then they start to distribute. We're, you know, oh. we're looking at about a 50-50 for us and it's been nice. So we went heavy into the Denver market. We do all of our distribution in Denver with a few outliers like Superior Liquor. Shout out to them They're up big. there, you yeah. know, getting up to Boulder. Mm-hmm. They've been a very, very good customer mm-hmm. of ours for a very long time. And um, we'll get a little bit down south, but we try to go really deep 
into one oversaturate one area. Yeah. And you know that drives people back into the tasting room. I mean, this is our bread and butter. Denver is our place. You know, yeah. these are our people. These yeah. are people that come walking through our doors. So we go deep there. Little Rich has a question that he doesn't even know he has, but I'll, I'll bring him <laughs> okay, into Oregon. Okay, what is it? Rich, I can't let's, wait let's to hear, hear it. it. Let's I'll, hear it. I'll bring him in. Here's Little Rich's question. I'll bring him into Oregon. I'll bring him into a large liquor store and yeah. he'll say, how do you have an identity with all of this oh, shelf space and yeah. all these breweries? How do you? Um, yeah. That's a that's a really tricky question. And Good question, they're, they're, Rich. Thank you. Rich, that was amazing. <laughs> um, I had that one loaded. I think you might have a talent for asking questions that don't have answers, <laughs> well, actually. Well, I'm just saying. I'm uh, telepathic, too. <laughs> there isn't an answer to it. You know, the branding has changed so much. I think when we first started out, everybody was getting really crazy with the branding, and that's why we went really simple. You know, we went really clean. We were using mm -hmm. colors. We were, you know, identifying by the style more than the name because that's how people shop. Right. You know, you go in, you don't look for an Anton Francois. You're looking for, like, oh, I want a French-style beer. You know, I want a beer to guard or I want an IPA. We went that way with our branding. You know, that's the biggest part of it. Now the industry has changed over to be closer to that. Everybody's gotten more simple, clean colors, clean lines, you know, not overcomplicated branding. Overdone. But the thing sometimes. is, it's always going to just sit there and loop and boomerang back and forth, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't know what people really want, and I think that's the challenge. Nobody has the answer, you know, and people think that they do, but that's why this industry is amazing. That's why you have to stay creative. You have to stay on your toes. You're... Yes, we're all friends in this industry, but it is all still competition. Mm -hmm. We yeah. all make each other better. So all the other breweries are encouraging Denver to make great beer. Jack See, T-Ball, ten minutes goes by that quick. Is Here's it what done? I want to do. I know, Jesus. right? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Here's what I want to do. I want to bring you back this week. We're going to go through the whole gamut Absolutely. of beers, okay. right? Let's I mean, that's it. what we need to do. Let's Please do give out the address quick. Yes, 3855 Mariposa Street. Thank you. So much. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Tonight. I really appreciate Jack it. Jack La uh, best for last right there. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, we're going to continue as we go to next week. It's so much fun here at Studio Kitchen Colorado. We encourage you to like us and uh, the Modern Eater as well. We'll see you next week right back here on the Modern Eater.